You're listening to A Playful Podcast, where I talk about everything from the wonders of messy play to stories from my wonderful but messy life. I'm Mariah, and I'm the creator of A Playful Purpose Learning for Littles, and I'm so glad you found me. All right, let's get this party started. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to A Playful Podcast, and most importantly, happy June. June is such a great month. It is the last month before summer vacation and Andrew will be turning one in just a few weeks. It's so hard to believe that time has gone by equally fast and slowly. I feel like if you're a parent, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So on the 15th of this month, I'm going to be releasing an episode that kind of has reflections on my first year of motherhood and everything that came along with it. So that episode is coming up in just a few weeks. Make sure you keep an eye out for it. Today's episode is a little bit different. I'm going to be talking about personal and professional growth because when a year is wrapping up, this is the perfect time for us to be thinking about everything that happened throughout the year. And I don't know about you, but ever since I became a teacher and honestly, since I was a student, I guess, I always think of years from September to June. It's hard for me to wrap my head around January to January, even though people talk about New Year's and all of that. For me, definitely deeply rooted in me, a year is September to June. And then July and August are kind of like these weird weird purgatory months where all bets are off. But the year feels like it's wrapping up and now is the time to really think back on everything that's happened. And the reason I'm bringing this episode up now is because it's really hard in the moment to feel proud of ourselves and to recognize that growth that is inevitably happening, whether we realize it or not. And that's because in the day-to-day life, in our everyday hustle, when we're just going through the motions and we're running through our to-do lists, it can be hard to appreciate where we were a year ago, two years ago, even last month. So when we take the opportunity to sit back, look at where we've come from, look how far we've grown, it's really amazing. And it's a chance for us to just take a small part of our day to really feel proud of ourselves and how resilient we've been and how much we've overcome and how different we are than just a few months ago. When I think back to my first year as a teacher, I can't help but kind of cringe Obviously, the first year in a new job, the first year in teaching is super overwhelming, and I was definitely overwhelmed. I was spending way too long on things that I thought mattered, but didn't really matter. And I think that's because I was looking for some sort of semblance of control. I worked in a really difficult school. It was my first year. We had extreme behaviors, and honestly, they were the worst behaviors I've experienced in my entire teaching career, and I got them right off the bat in my first year. So I was right away sort of feeling those feelings of overwhelm and burnout right off the bat. And I think that because of that, I tried to control things that didn't matter. I tried to control how my bulletin boards looked in the classroom and how perfect the posters were and that the alphabet was nicely spaced out. And those things would inevitably keep getting destroyed. And then I would put the pressure on myself to really care way too much about having the room reset every single time. I was spending way too much of my own money on supplies. And I was spending way too much time working on planning and trying to get everything up to snuff. Pinterest perfect. Pinterest was really big back then. I don't feel like it's that big anymore. But anyways, back in the day, Pinterest. And overall, I was just feeling so 
inexperienced because obviously I was. I just felt so green, so out of my element. And luckily, I was able to find a mentor within my school and she helped me figure out what was important and we worked through the behaviors together and we really got through the year together. And I think that without her, I would have really struggled. So comparing that to the last year I was teaching, which was last year, of course, sometimes I felt overwhelmed or out of place. And this was because even though I'd been teaching for quite a few years, there was a lot of new elements in this previous posting. And that's because I was teaching mostly new grades. Before this, I'd been always in kindergarten, with the exception of a few LTOs and a few postings here and there. But then last year, I was teaching grade one to grade six. I was teaching in English for the first time, and I was teaching math in French. I was all over the map. I didn't have my own room. I was floating around all day. And I was also teaching in a French school board, which meant that it was a completely French environment between the teachers talking, the emails, the report cards, all of that. And it's just something that I wasn't used to at all. So yeah, I felt a little bit overwhelmed and a little bit out of place. But I didn't feel that same pressure or stress about it, even in regards to my French, which developed significantly over the year and I was way more confident as the year came to an end. But at the beginning, I I wasn't even really that nervous about making mistakes in front of my colleagues. And I think that's just because with time and experience comes a sort of confidence about the fact that you were hired for a reason. They knew who you were when you were walking in. I can't fake my French level in an interview. They knew what they were getting. And so all of these little things about my confidence as a teacher and my communication with parents over the years and other colleagues really helped me feel like I could just stay in my lane and do my own thing. It's not that I didn't care anymore about what other people thought or about what parents thought or about what admin thought. It's just that over the years, I kind of have gained some different insight into what feedback matters to me, whose feedback matters to me, and what doesn't. And the other thing that really contributed is I got pregnant that year. And getting pregnant really solidified the things that I had already been starting to be feeling. And those were really just that I loved teaching. It was a great job that I was passionate about. But at the end of the day, it's just a job. It is not my entire identity. It is not a life sentence either. It's not the only thing I'm good at. It doesn't need to consume my entire life financially or energetically. Because at the end of the day, it is just a job. It is our paycheck. And that is a really unpopular thing to say. But it's true. We do not expect accountants or engineers to bring their work home with them and to spend all of their money on supplies. Nor do we expect them to stay in that career forever just because that's the career they started in. And what I've been seeing a lot lately is teachers choosing other paths, especially on Teachergram. It seems like a lot of people are pursuing different paths And this was met with extreme mixed emotions. Even when I shared myself that I'm not returning to the classroom, I'm going to stay home and continue to be with Andrew because I can't really handle putting him in childcare. And honestly, the price difference of finding the childcare would be comfortable with here and me going back to work just doesn't really make it worth it. So I'm going to stay home with Andrew, focus on our family, focus on building up a playful purpose, focus on building up Camp Kinder. But this was met with either people being really excited or some DMs that I was a bit surprised about. So it does seem pretty common that people have very mixed reactions about teachers leaving the classroom. And again, it's just our job. Just because you started in this path doesn't mean that it's your only career path. We have so many transferable skills that can be good for other avenues. And I think when we're able to make this separation of teaching is my job, it's an important job, it's a job I love very much, but at the end of the day, it's just a job, 
that's when we're able to stop that burnout because we realize that once the bell rings at the end of the day, you step into those other roles in your life that are equally as important. That was a little bit ranty, wasn't it? Thank you for coming to my TED Talk about why teachers are able to pursue other career paths, which is not what this podcast is about, or this episode, honestly. I think it's just something that I'm passionate about because I don't want people to feel stuck. And when you're looking at your growth and when you're thinking about how far you've come from the first year, I don't want you to feel like, okay, well, now I'm feeling really good about my teaching and that's it. There's nowhere for me to go from here. There's always things that we can do to change. There's always other avenues we can explore. So if you're looking at your growth and you're feeling like maybe you've stopped growing, maybe you're not motivated to grow anymore, well, slide into my DMs. I love talking to people about career paths. And if you have a business idea or you want to start your own small business, I'm here for you. I'd love to talk to you about it. But let's dive back into what I'm actually scheduled to talk about today and what I actually have written in front of me and not this like weird tangent I just went on. Anywho. In the moment of actively teaching, actively working, being involved in your day-to-day life, it almost doesn't occur to us to take a second to appreciate just how much we've grown and just how much we've changed, whether we like it or not. And that's because we are so consumed and busy with literally surviving, getting through the day, getting through the next block, making it to Friday, because it's hard. It takes a lot of our energy, it takes a lot of our capacity, and we don't necessarily have the luxury of sitting back and thinking, wow, it is amazing how fast I'm able to pump out a lesson plan compared to my first year of teaching. Wow, I'm so much more confident at this parent email than I was three months ago. We have so much of a stronger relationship right now. We take these things for granted because they build up so gradually. And this same thing can be true about me as a business owner. When I think back to my first website, my first product, my first email, my first sales page, First of all, I cringe, but then I notice the growth and I still feel like I'm barely skimming the surface of my potential. And I know there's so much more I need to learn about business and entrepreneurship, which is why I'm in this business membership I've talked about a few times. But when I was launching Camp Kinder, I just had to take a second to be proud about myself. I felt prepared and confident and just proud of not only the conference itself and not only the marketing and the actual work going into it, but of my mindset because I felt completely in control and ready, which was a big change from how I had felt even last summer in my last launch where I was overwhelmed and scrambling to add new posts here and there and change this email and, you know, just a completely different experience than my previous launches. Mind you, I did have a three-week-old at that time, but still, so much growth. And This is also true when I think about myself as a mom. And like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I'm going to do another episode later on in the month, closer to Andrew's birthday, to give it the full attention that it deserves. But I guess the point of this episode is that I just want to invite you to basically do what I'm doing right now. Take a few minutes while you're drinking your coffee or while you're walking outside in the sunshine, sunshine, while you're walking outside in the sunshine, or even just do what I just did to prep for this episode, which was sit down and stare at a blank Google Doc and then just start writing it out. Because when you take the time to think about things, the little things, how you feel assessing, how you feel emailing parents, how you feel talking to your principal, how you feel with conflicts with your teaching partner, or maybe in your personal life, how you feel about budgeting, how you feel about where you're living, how you feel about the relationships in your life. When we take a second to think back to where we were a month ago, a year ago, two years ago, that's when we can start to appreciate how much we've changed and how much we have done to get us to where we are today. 
even in those times that it really feels hard and sucky and not ideal, you've gotten through to something and you should be proud of yourself. And if you're in a moment right now that feels really sucky, then maybe this will help you compare this to other times in your life that you also felt like you were at a low. And then notice that pattern. Yeah, we hit lows, but the point of a low is that we realize we can get out of it and there's a high after. It sounds so cheesy, but obviously we've all had horrible things happen in our lives that feel like they're breaking us. And then we've always gotten through them because we are resilient. Taking some time to journal or type or talk to a friend or talk to me about this growth is a great way to give ourselves the credit we deserve for getting through life. Because some of these things that feel small aren't small at all. Like I said earlier, we get so often swept up in the constant new challenges or things pulling our attention that we forget or aren't able to acknowledge that the things that used to challenge us don't anymore. And this is actually huge, way bigger than we give ourselves credit for. Maybe we need to start normalizing ordering cakes on moments like these, moments where we're like, wow, look how much time I spend on report cards now. I used to spend way more. I've been so much better at balancing. Chocolate cake with raspberry filling it is. Or I don't know. I took the plunge and did a story on my business Instagram and I talked to the camera and it was so uncomfortable, but I did it and it's time for a confetti cake with lemon icing. I don't even know if that's a real combo. Does lemon icing exist? I know lemon cake exists. I'm not sure. So do it. Reflect. This is your chance to give yourself some, without a doubt, long overdue credit for multiple areas of growth in your life whether it's going to be professional or personal or some sort of combination of all of them, I know for a fact that you've changed over the last few years or even the last few months, and I would wholeheartedly love to hear about it. So when you're ready, send me an email, mariah at a playfulpurpose.com and tell me about how you've grown. It can be like a short and sweet one sentence about how you only spent three hours in report cards instead of 72, or it can be long and word vomity. You don't even need to read it again. You don't even need to edit it. As I'm sure you know by now, I love a good chat and I love to get to know you better. And I feel like so many of you out there know me so well. And the more I know about you, the more I feel like we're breaking down this wall of me just talking out into the universe. And honestly, the more I can help you, the more I know about what's going on, the more I can tailor the kind of content I'm putting out and the kind of products I'm making and the kind of resources I have available to you. Never hesitate to ask me specific to you questions. I got, I think, three emails this week that were highly specific. This is going on in my life. This is a conflict going on with my colleague. And this is a behavior I'm experiencing in the classroom. I promise you I am a safe space. I'm never going to reveal any information that you share to me to anyone. It's a confidential place for you to get some support. And the thing is, sometimes it's easier to talk to someone you feel you know, but you don't really know compared to someone who's actively there in your life. It feels a bit easier. It feels a bit safer. And I'm always happy to share what I've learned throughout my various journeys in teaching, in motherhood, in business. And I'm by no means done learning, but I'm always here to share what I have learned or to direct you to someone who I think has the answers you might be looking for. So my door is open virtually. And I would invite you to check in with me whenever you need to, especially about your growth. I want to hear about it. Take a few minutes today to figure out what's been going on and then let me know. And that brings us to the end of this episode of A Playful Podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to so you don't miss the next episode. And until then, sparkle and shine.